here's a message from Ken Lavica. It's busy right now. NBA Finals, Major League Baseball leading into the All-Star break. The Euro Final is Sunday, but the biggest news in sports yesterday was triggered by one of our own here at ESPN West Palm. Josh Cohen made the biggest sports news of the day? Huh? Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. There are some moments in a sports fan's life when something just sticks with them and you know that something's transcendent and you just need to prioritize, and especially in this business, and damn it, that happened yesterday because my old co-host got involved in something I'm not quite sure yet he fully realizes the scope of. Josh is in a whole new stratosphere of content creation and attention now. Holy hell, Ken Levick alive on a Friday. Let's finish strong, kiddos. We're in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, and the legendary Phillips Point Towers right off the sunny and hot Intracoastal. Joe Rigotti, he has been hanging with me the last week and a half. This is uh, the final day of his watch. Obviously, he'll be on uh, select days, as he usually is, but Coquel comes back on Monday. Uh, so this week, if you're not aware is the biggest weekend in MMA, mixed martial arts. It is UFC 264. This is what yearly is called International Fight Week in Las Vegas. And this is the biggest fights, the best fights, all on one ticket and all in one place, all on one night. That happens to be tomorrow night. And every year... Josh Cohen, who you hear, Josh Cohen and the home team, 3 o'clock every day, 3 to 5 here on ESPN 106.3. He tries to get out there for this. It's a spectacle in every way, shape, and form. And yesterday was the press conference for what is the main event on Saturday night in UFC 264, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. Now, Dustin Poirier beat Conor McGregor several months ago in the UFC bubble. This is the rubber match of their fight trilogy. The first one went to Connor, second one to Dustin Poirier, and it was really one-sided. And uh, this one, Saturday night, is the main event. So as you can imagine with Conor McGregor, the pride of Ireland, the man with the biggest mouth, the man with the most swagger, the man who has the most to say, uh, he walks into these things And he is the main attraction. And he is who everybody wants to hear. He is the one that everybody wants to see. All of, and Dean Thomas, uh, who you'll hear on Josh Cohen and the home team today, also uh, UFC broadcast analyst, he says that Conor McGregor fight weekends in Vegas are unlike anything that you'll ever see because the Irish travel. Even with a pandemic still going. The fact that this is full capacity, the fact that Connor's fighting in front of fans, they have traveled and they are in Vegas. And anytime Connor fights, they roll around, they drink, they sing, they fight one another, then they hug one another, and it's insane. I mean, it is pure chaos. So, yesterday, 
full capacity press conference. They do the face-off. Conor McGregor tries to kick Dustin Poirier. Those two are jawing at one another. It's electric. It's tense. It's volatile. And they get to the press conference. And a man in a pink blazer walks to the microphone. A credentialed media member in a pink blazer walks to the microphone. That man happens to be Josh Cohen of Josh Cohen and the home team here on ESPN 106.3. And listen closely to what transpired Josh's question and Conor McGregor's response. Conor, right down here. Conor, question for you. You have won exactly one fight since Barack Obama was president. Oh, God. To a place where time doesn't exist six months ago. We want to know why should anyone expect anything different on Saturday? It's one more, it's Look, one more fight I won than your little sissy ass, ah! your little funny bag. Why ah! should we expect? Oh, man. All right. So we'll play that again in a second. But I want to point out a couple of things. One, you can't see it. Josh has the brightest pink blazer on that's ever been made in fashion history. Okay, that thing stands out. He stands out. Uh, He's got the pocket square. He's in, like, full Josh mode, okay? And he walks up, and as he's asking the question, you've won exactly one fight since Barack Obama was president. And, by the way, one, it's true. Two, that hurts. <laughs> that that hurts. But he has his index finger extended and prominent and in the air, and he is addressing Connor. I mean, it is bold. And I will say this. I would not have the guts to do something like that. Josh has balls. And he did that, and I think it's awesome. Now, the great thing about that is that uh, Josh is, yeah, like that's that's really harsh. But it's also true. It's true, and it's a pertinent question. Like, that's as good a question as you're going to find from anyone, uh, be it uh, Akimoto with ESPN or Ariel Helwani. Like, that's as good a question as you're going to find any of them ask. It's just Josh did it uh, referencing Barack Obama, kind of disrespectfully. But let's unpack that. So, Conor McGregor, if you missed it within that, called Josh a fanny pad twice. <laughs> a fanny pad, which is great. He called him a rat twice, and then for some reason he called him a rabbit. I'm not sure what insult that is, calling Josh a rabbit, but it was said by uh, by Connor. And then Connor, with the dismount, calls Josh a sissy ass. And it, Josh kept his composure through the entire thing. Josh is getting booed vociferously. Let's hear that one more time. Intrepid, intrepid MMA and UFC reporter Josh Cohen addressing Connor McGregor yesterday. Connor, right down here. Connor, question for you. You have won exactly one fight since Barack Obama was no. president. To a place where time doesn't exist six months ago. We want to know why should anyone expect anything different on Saturday? It's one more, it's one more it's fight I won than your little sissy ass. Oh, yeah, man, I love it. Sissy. He calls him a sissy ass. That is perfect. I mean, I just love it. But Josh kept his composure. He kept his composure during that entire thing. And uh, so, 
this this brings up because I was on Twitter last night and Ariel Hawani, Ariel Hawani uh, is the top MMA reporter, the top MMA reporter. Okay, and he had sent out a tweet decrying the quote, media performance at the press conference. And I had no idea what he was talking about. And generally, these things are a little bit of an act. And it's performance art with some of the media that lets in. And Dana White's in no position to uh, be denying media credentials to people. So you get performance art. But uh, I had no idea that it pertained to Josh until Brian McLevin Rowitz sent me the clip of Josh's question. And then uh, Conor McGregor calling him, again, a fanny pad, a rat twice, a rabbit, and a sissy ass, okay? Uh, And so, here's my question to you. Josh Cohen, his question to Conor McGregor, good journalism or out of line? Is he out of line or is that good journalism from Josh Cohen towards Conor McGregor? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Because for me... Yeah, it's a little bit harsh, but I also think it's a pertinent question. And if Conor McGregor, if he's going to be brash, you can be brash back at him. him. I I love this. I love the fact that Josh has found himself in the middle, in the middle of the biggest story in sports. Like, yeah, the NBA Finals happened last night, but the Conor McGregor run-in with Josh Cohen, of course it's Josh, right? Of course it's Josh who's in the middle of this, and you should see social media. And you should see his replies. Oh, man. So here's my concern about Josh. It's not that he's going to get his credential yanked by Dana White for the UFC pay-per-view tomorrow night. It's not that Conor McGregor is going to try and track Josh down. My concern is that there are going to be hordes of drunk, red-headed Irish hooligans they are going to find Josh. I don't know how many blazers Josh packed for this trip, but can he really walk into the arena in Vegas tomorrow night with that pink blazer on? Like, can, can he safely do that? And Josh has guts, okay? But does he have those type of guts? Does he really want to put himself at risk? Like, I think Josh made great content. I'm going to stand up for my guy. Because I think that's great content. So much so that if he doesn't try and take advantage of this for something, he's just doing it wrong. So if you get on Twitter right now and it's still trending, you will see hashtag pink suit guy. Hashtag pink suit guy. That is Josh. That is a reference to Josh. Josh is now pink suit guy. He is being abused. I mean outright harassed. I mean outright harassed completely slammed by Conor McGregor fans. Just absolutely slammed by Conor McGregor fans. And it is it is truly, truly, uh, I mean, it, it is an out-of-body experience to see this happening to Josh. Now, keep in mind, too, that Dean is, uh, Dean Thomas, UFC broadcaster, is going to be on today with Josh Cohen. Dean works directly with Dana White. Like, so what happens when Dana and Dean come face-to-face? What does Dana say? Like, what happened with your boy yesterday? What happened with your boy yesterday? Is it an awkward conversation? Is Dean in a tough spot? Like, we're going to hear all of this. We're going to hear these stories today, 3 o'clock here on ESPN West Palm. I could go ahead and uh, I could um, I could say that, uh, hey, Josh, 
call into the show. Josh, come and, uh, and tell your side of the story, but why would I do that? He can tell the story at 3 o'clock. But I absolutely love everything about this, and I think that's good journalism. But for, for you, hearing that, Josh and Conor McGregor, is that good journalism from Josh? Or is that out of line from Josh? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, you can tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. And again, if you're scoring at home, uh, Josh gets called a fanny pad. He gets called a rat twice, gets called a rabbit, and is called a sissy ass by Conor McGregor. I mean, it, the, the full pantheon of name calling from Conor McGregor. Josh is right. Like, he hasn't won anything since Barack Obama was president. And the last time that uh, Conor McGregor fought, Dustin Poirier choked him out. Uh, I mean, and before that, uh, we saw him get choked out. Like this is, it was pertinent. It was pertinent. But of course, of course, Josh, pink blazer and all, pink suit guy is now his moniker on social media. Josh is pink suit guy, and he's in the middle of what became the biggest whirlwind in sports yesterday. Josh Cohen. Was that good journalism or out of line? His run-in yesterday with Conor McGregor in Vegas. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. It is absolutely hilarious. I love it, I love it, I love it. Josh, absolutely, if he does not piggyback off of Pink Suit Guy, it is such a missed opportunity. He needs to show up at UFC events. He needs to show up at regular sporting events and ask pointed, pertinent questions, but with a little bit of an edge to him. Like, that's his brand now. That's his thing now. It's perfect. It's perfect, Josh. This is a complete, like, career reset for him. I wouldn't even be sad if he no longer is on ESPN West Palm 3-5. to If he can embark on this new career, like, this is perfection. He created content yesterday, you know, uh, you should see his Twitter. Oh, he's just looking for clout. He's just looking for clout. Of course! You don't go ask Conor McGregor a question if you don't think that there's going to be clout involved in him. Mm, Connor, how's your hamstring feeling? Mm, Connor, last time out, Dustin Poirier handled you. What adjustments are you making? No one cares. No one cares. Connor, you haven't won since Barack Obama was president. Why should we think this is going to be any different? Perfect. Perfect. That's journalism right there. Now, is the Barack Obama a little bit, uh, a little bit of a, a jab? Yeah, for sure. But is it a pertinent question? Absolutely. Josh Cohen, good sports journalism or out of line? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Absolutely phenomenal. Conor McGregor and uh, Josh Cohen yesterday. When we return... What if Josh, as Pink Suit Guy, was to cover some of the great historical figures? We'll go through a hypothetical when we come back. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. He is Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquette. Josh Cohen's going to tell the story of his press conference rundown with Conor McGregor. 
on uh, uh, today, 3 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. Josh Cohen and the home team. Sorry, pink suit guy and the home team here at 3 o'clock on ESPN 106.3. Uh, it, it, is, it is truly hilarious. And I, I can't tell you how pink that blazer actually is. I mean, that absolutely stands out. And uh, again, Josh asking Conor McGregor what will be different considering he hasn't won since Barack Obama was president. I mean, that's got an edge to it. I could see, and, and, and I, I know that Brian McLovin Rowitz had, had texted me, uh, what, if, what if he gets his, his credential revoked by Dana White? Here's my response to that. Like Dana, I would hope by this point in his life, considering he spent almost his entire professional life running the UFC, being the face of the UFC, he understands this thing is a circus, right? He understands that this thing is chaos at all times. And the fact that, one, Josh gets that. Uh, that's why you come up and ask a question to, that, that a guy, uh, to a guy that could end Josh's life in three seconds, and you do it in that manner because it's a circus. Is anyone talking about anything else that happened in that press conference yesterday? Absolutely not. Like, if Dana's mad at that, that's a bad job on Dana. Like, this is just marketing, man. This is just content. Like, Josh gets it. That was the most notable thing that happened yesterday. Okay? I love it. I absolutely love it. And Josh and Dean are going to tell the story. I can't wait to hear Dean's side of this story because Dean's the one who's Josh's boy, Josh's co-host, and he's got to sit on the pay-per-view broadcast tonight as an analyst and uh, not only break down the fights, but also, I'm sure, answer some questions about, hey, your boy, the dude in the pink blazer, why is he trash-talking Connor like that? It's so good. Everything about it is just absolutely perfect. Because I was sitting this morning in my kitchen and, um, and making breakfast. I thought to myself, one, Josh has to piggyback off of this. He needs to become pink suit guy. He needs to go to the biggest sporting events in the country and ask questions with an edge that could possibly, in their context, make the person he's asking that question to angry. You know, like, uh, for example... Like going to a Dolphins game. Like, Tua, you haven't thrown a touchdown since before the uh, fall solstice. <laughs> Why can we expect that this week is going to be any different? Like, that's perfect. I love it. But then I was like, you know what? What if, what if, um, what if Josh, pink suit guy version of Josh, was covering historical events and historical people? And it, it, it led me to believe, what if, what if Josh, pink suit guy, was covering the, uh, the Revolutionary War and, and George Washington had a press conference? What would that sound like? Hmm. George, George, George Washington down here. George down here. It took you eight years to win one independence battle. You little rat. You little rat, you little rabbit. Why should we expect that you're going to be a great president? It's one more independence win than your sissy ass. Wow. That went about as closely to Connors as it possibly could have. That's bizarre. What if What if Josh was covering um, the, the art scene? What if he was covering the, the Sistine Chapel being painted? What if he was covering a press conference that featured Michelangelo? 
Mike, 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 Michelangelo, M Michelangelo down here. Michelangelo, it's been exactly three years since you painted an angel. You a little rat. You a little rat. You little rabbit. Uh, Why should we expect that you're going to finish the angels and get the ceiling done? It's a one more angel than your sissy ass. <laughs> wow, that took a turn as well. Uh, I didn't even know that type of language was used uh, in, um, in those times. Michelangelo was furious. But, but also, what if we went back to the beginning of creation? And, and on the seventh day, God rested and decided to have a press conference. What would that sound like if Pink Suit Guy Josh was covering it? Excuse me, God, Godfather of man, God down here, down here. God, it's been 24 hours since you created anything on earth. You little rat, you little rat, you little rabbit. God, why can we expect that you're going to finish creation as we know it? It's one more creation than your sissy ass. Wow, God, that was really strong. Uh, oh, by the way, I mean, our production staff has just completely mailed it in. That's the worst Josh impression I've ever heard. I don't know what hack did that voice, but, uh, I mean, that's absolutely terrible. So Josh is the star of Vegas uh, for reasons that I don't think he anticipated. I don't think he anticipated being the, the person most talked about on a Conor McGregor fight weekend, but he is now pink suit guy, and it is absolutely glorious. Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 106.3. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive podcast podcast wherever you get your podcast apple Podcasts as well you can get it right to your device at the conclusion of every single show that's the ken levick alive featuring coke help podcast apple podcast and wherever you get your podcast and ken levick alive is presented by the fau mba sport management program fau.edu slash mba sport we had the executive director of the fau mba sport management program dr jim reardon on yesterday and uh he told us a story i never would have thought would have come from him and he was working at the nassau coliseum he got caught up uh in a howard stern hot oil wrestling competition that was a new one. You can check out the podcast to hear that. But he also is a man with his finger on the pulse of the sports industry. He is a man who has evolved with the sports industry, and he is a man who is sending his students into the sports industry in all of the different forms that it comes in because, again, he knows what it takes. He knows the people that give the best insight into the sports industry. That translates to the students, and they have a job in sports. That is the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Make sure to sign up now for fall semester classes or take them remotely. You can do them on campus in Boca or remotely. That's fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. We switch gears from Vegas to all things sports a little uh a little bit of red light green light brought to you by greenway kia west palm beach when we come back we'll get regatti in the mix i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106.3 spend your lunch with ken by calling 888-760-3776 it's ken levick alive presented by fau mba and sport management program here's ken levicka and chris coquel Just a couple of moments away from Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light. And that's where we'll talk a little NBA Finals. We'll also uh, get a little bit into uh, what is is upcoming in that series with the Suns up two games to none on the Bucks. But 
I really, 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 uh, once again, want to, I'm trying to reinforce how good, how gold at three o'clock is going to be today. Josh Cohen and the home team where Josh is now pink suit guy. Like he is pink suit guy in Vegas in the MMA world, the expansive MMA world. And in that UFC subculture, he is now pink suit guy for his running yesterday at the UFC 264 press conference with Conor McGregor. I, I mean, it is, it's, it's really beyond belief, but it is really believable when it's Josh who's involved in the entire thing. So you are not going to want to miss that. 3 o'clock today here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, a, a message from Dre. We had the discussion about whether or not Josh was out of line or that's good journalism with his question. Uh, we And again, if you missed it, his question to Conor McGregor is, uh, You ha- the last time you won was when Barack Obama was president. That's how he started it. And then Conor McGregor got angry and started calling him again. Fanny pad, rat, rabbit, and sissy ass. Uh, all in a row, in that order, chronologically. But this is Dre. He says, it's good journalism from Josh because he asked the questions that all MMA fans want to know the answer to, but he's the only one that had the fortitude to ask. Great journalism, great content the MMA fans want to know. I'm with him. I'm with Dre. Like, that's exactly what Josh did. And again, there wouldn't be one moment from that press conference yesterday that we're focused on, that we're paying attention to, with the biggest weekend that the UFC has had in two years, because this is their first international fight week since July of 2019. This is what they bank on. This is where they load up the card. And Josh is the reason now there's juice, that there's electricity, that there is a big, big, big fat lead up into this tomorrow night. I just hope it doesn't come to the expense of his well-being when a horde of angry Irishmen come and jump him on the strip. I really hope he goes to buy, uh, I don't know, a gray blazer. Like I know he's going to wear a blazer. Go buy a gray one or go buy a black one. You don't need the pink one anymore. Don't don't wear the pink one. Uh, Break that out again when you become full-fledged paid pink suit guy. Okay, like pink suit guy breaks out the pink blazer. Josh Cohen, him trying to uh, make sure he doesn't get beat up <laughs> by angry Conor McGregor fans. Uh, go to the Gray Blazer tonight uh, and tomorrow in Vegas. And again, the replies that Josh is getting on social media from people with Conor McGregor avatars is hilarious. One, that's pathetic. If Conor McGregor is your avatar and you're going to fanboy for him to a point where you're threatening Josh, someone you don't know on social media... Like, how pathetic is that? That's just really, 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 really sad. All right, Joe Rigotti, let's do a little Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light. Time for Ken and Coquel to decide if they want to stop or go. Red light, stop. Green light, go. Red light, stop. Green light, go. Red, stop. Green, go. Red light, green light, now you know. Red light, green light is driven by Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. All right, red light, green light. If you don't know the rules, well, red means nah. Green means yeah, I'm all for it. If you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Red light, green light. Rigotti's got our questions today. Rigotti, let's get this thing rolling. Let's do this. Okay. Missing an all-star game to spend time with family is okay. Red yeah. light or green light? Yeah, that's a that's a green light. Like that's a total. Uh, uh, to me, I can't even believe that's a debate. But this is along the same lines as 
he's missing a game because his wife is giving birth? You know what? The only reason I want to say red light is because people that are in the All-Star game would rather be on vacation. Low-key, low I think that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But I also think that there is no... Unless it's in your contract that you have to appear at an All-Star game, uh, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Now, part of the problem with this is this stems from the Astros and Carlos Correa and Jose Altuve deciding to skip out because of the cheating scandal. Uh, Correa says it's because of his family. But you could also say there's an ulterior motive. He just doesn't want to face media. He doesn't want to face fans. He doesn't want to face other players and be in the same clubhouse where he could possibly uh, face criticism, take heat, and be in an uncomfortable position. But I also, like, if he says, I want to spend time with family, then who am I to question that? Yeah, I mean, Jacob De- Jacob DeGrom is doing the same thing, but he's also been dealing with a few health He's been issues. dealing with injuries. So that's, like, different. Yeah. That's green light. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to play in the All-Star game, but the fans. Carlos Correa's been in All-Star games, right? Like, Jose Altuve's been in All-Star games. Yeah. Jacob DeGrom has been in All-Star games. Like, fine. It sucks. As a viewer, like, you obviously want to see them. But is your All-Star game going to be ruined because Correa is not there? Or because Altuve's not there? Or because DeGrom's not going to pitch one half inning? Like, would be the plan for him? Like, come on. I know we always are looking for things to complain about and ways to rip athletes. But this is in the same neighborhood to me as, I can't believe that guy skipped the game because his wife is giving birth. Where's the dedication? Priorities first. No, idiot. The priority is the kid. The priority is the wife. Priority is the baby mama, making sure that everything goes well in the delivery, not, oh, we threw a football 25 yards. No, no. The, I To me, skip the All-Star game. Who cares? The team, the fans of said team, it's much more important to them that you're there in October as opposed to one night in July. It is Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light here on ESPN 106.3. Ken Levick alive. Regatti, what else you got? Tampa Bay is now the sports capital of America. Red light or green light? We talked a lot about this yesterday, and I'm still on the fence about it because I think there's different parameters that you have to take into account. I'm going to have to say red light. Simply because, and I think this is the point that David and Jupiter, if I'm not mistaken, he made the point yesterday on this show. Hey, Boston, with all of those championships in all of the different sports, whether you're talking basketball or football or hockey or baseball, how can you deny that? Like Just because Tampa Bay has had a good last year and a half, and yeah, their baseball team went to the World Series and their hockey teams won back-to-back titles, but they also don't have a basketball team. The Raptors don't count, and the Raptors are straight up bad this year as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I know the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Like, it's been a good last year and a half. They are certainly right now um, the 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 city that is at the top of the current sports mountain, to use another terrible analogy, but sports capital of America? Uh-uh. Like, I think you need substance to that. I think that you need a history to that. Tampa Bay doesn't really have history. They've had a good last year and a half. Simply put, you can't be the sports capital of America because you've had a good 18 calendar months. 
it doesn't work like that. Yeah, this is a fat red light for me. Because in order to be the sports capital of America, like you said, there's parameters. You have to go on a consistent run. I feel yeah. like maybe a two-year span isn't. That's not saying you're, you can't say that you're sports capital when Boston has been doing it for right. over a decade. Now, I think that if the Buccaneers win another Super Bowl, say the Rays win the World Series, maybe if the Lightning win a third straight or three in four years, like then they're in the, the discussion. But when you've got Chicago, where in the last 20 years, their two baseball teams have won a championship. You've got the Dynasty Bulls with Michael Jordan. The Blackhawks win on a hockey dynasty of their own uh, at the beginning of the previous decade. I, I, I mean, that's more of a sports capital of America than Tampa is. So I'm with you. This is a red light. I think it's a pretty strong red light. A great 18 months. It's great to be a Tampa sports fan right now. Sports capital of America? Uh Uh-uh. Total pass. Red light on that. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach? GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That's where you can check out their selection at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. What an automobile that is. I mean, God, do I love that car. And I also love the buying experience because I wasn't sure what my bad credit was going to be able to get me. I, I just I, I just have bad credit. Like, I'm open about it. I said, I have bad credit, and I'm bad with money. And they said, Ken, it's okay. Like, we're going to find a way. We'll make it this happen for you. And that's what they're going to do when you show up to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. They will find a car for you, a dependable Kia. Great mileage. Safety. For me, I needed something for the family. And I ended up with the Kia K5 GT. And, it, I mean, it's the, the best car that I have ever owned. And I got a Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. They have a credit clinic there. Bank representatives are going to help you help to put you in an automobile. If you're making 350 a month, they can find a way to uh, put you in an automobile at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Uh, that's all it takes. Again, 350 a week. That's all they're asking that you make at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, and they can find a way to put you in an automobile. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com, Military Trail by PBI in West Palm Beach. Uh, all right, what else do we got here in red light, green light, Joe Regatti? Okay, pitchers in the All-Star game shouldn't be checked for sticky substances. Red light or green light? Man. Yeah, that's uh, I, to me, that's a green light. Don't, why? Like, Why are we doing that? It's the All-Star game. Like, I'd be totally fine if, like, Carlos Rodon of the White Sox walked out with, like, a bucket of tar. And yeah. just covered his <laughs> hands in tar and, and started throwing fastballs with that. Or, or, or glue, you know, or, or rubber cement. Like, fine. It's the All-Star game. If they're really going to check pitchers for for sticky substances in the All-Star game, a game that takes long enough as it is, and they're really going to show like the dark side of baseball in the All-Star game, what a huge whiff that would be. Are they actually... Do, do you really think they're going to do that, Regani? Like, is there talk that that's actually going to happen? I, no, there's no talk about it, but I could see it happening. Okay. I could see Rob no, Manfred I. being like, all right... Just because it's the All-Star game doesn't mean you can't check the pitcher after every inning. And also, conversely, I would say, hey, batters, load up the pine tar. Wear eight batting gloves. I don't care. Like, glue the bat to your hand. Like, fine. Uh, Who cares? It's the All-Star game. I want to see the hitters hit. I want to see the pitchers pitch. I want to see Shohei Otani pitch and hit. Like, he's the main attraction. And that goes back to, oh, should All-Stars skip the All-Star game? It's a different story with Otani, who's never been to an All-Star game before. It is definitely not a story with the two Astros, Correa, Altuve, or Jacob deGrom. It's not It's not an issue with no. them. Been there, done that. It doesn't ruin the experience for me. Like, Otani's the main attraction. Baseball knows that if they do anything to deflect attention away from Shohei Otani, that's a terrible job by them. Don't check for sticky stuff. Green light. Don't check for it.
I feel like Garrett Cole should walk out with an equipment bag just full of spider attack and start throwing them into yes, the crowd. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, there should be a giveaway. There should be. A spider attack giveaway, for sure. Give it to your kids. Yeah. Give it to your grandmother. Exactly. Make it part of a gift pack or a holiday treat. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light. Next. Conor McGregor is going to lose to Dustin Poirier again during UFC 264 tomorrow night. Yeah. Red light or green light? Yeah, that's, uh, that is a green light. I, I don't know how how Conor McGregor is going to bounce back. I mean, he's looked really bad in his last couple of appearances. I mean, he's been choked out. He has been battered, bruised, broken. Dustin Poirier is just better than Conor McGregor, and he showed it. And Conor McGregor said earlier this week, oh, uh, last fight with Dustin Poirier, I overlooked him. Well, what does that say about Conor McGregor? Like, it's okay to be washed, and I think Conor McGregor is at a point where he's no longer an elite fighter. Can he still win fights? Yeah. But is he going to do it against someone the caliber of Dustin Poirier? No. We saw what happened when he went up against the best of the best in Khabib. That was ugly. Yeah. I mean, that was really ugly, minus the ugly aftermath of the entire thing. But he no longer is going to beat the elite fighters in the UFC. I don't even think that this goes the distance. I think Poirier stops McGregor. McGregor has turned into a a fighter who is more talk than he is ability at this point. He made his money. When he fought Floyd Mayweather, he made his cash. He's got nothing to worry about anymore other than, you know, pending legal cases and punching old men at bars and things along those lines. But he made his payday. He has nothing left to prove Dustin Poirier still feels like he does, and Dustin Poirier is a better fighter than Conor McGregor is. Dustin Poirier will win this. I feel like this is this is a strict, this is a green light all the way. Yeah. Because I think Dustin Poirier hates Conor McGregor more than Conor McGregor hates Josh Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you know what? I, the, the fact, too, now that Josh is part of the flow chart of International Fight Week. So, so Dustin Poirier hates Conor McGregor more than Conor McGregor hates Josh Cohen. <laughs> I mean, it's perfectly said, and it's 100% right. Well done, Thank you. Thank you. That is That is right on. And that'll do it for Red Light, Green Light, brought to you by Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Again, Greenway Kia, westpalmbeach.com. Greenway Kia, westpalmbeach.com. It is hot. It is gross. It is sticky. It is gnarly. It is South Florida. It is July. And it is, hopefully, for you, air conditioning. But... There are some days where you walk into your home or you're sleeping overnight and you think, man, I'm hot. Like, what's going on? You check your thermostat, 85. You try and turn on your fan, nothing, nothing, nothing. Then you realize, uh-oh, I'm screwed. And that's where, that, that here in South Florida, other than a Category 3 or 4 or 5 hurricane bearing down on us, that's probably the next worst feeling when you live down here in South Florida. Oh my God, my AC is out. And it's July. You need an air conditioning plan. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Ken, what does that mean? Well, it means that they use the best equipment. When they are fixing your air conditioning, they are using the best that the industry has to offer. And they're the best trained. Uh, They're family-owned. They know the area. Been doing it for 15, almost 16 years here in Palm Beach County and into the Treasure Coast throughout South Florida. That's EDS Air Conditioning. They handle your plumbing needs as well. And appointment windows. Hey, you're in a panic, and it's urgent. It's go time when you need your air conditioning fixed. EDS Air Conditioning, 
They are working around your schedule. They are trying to work around your schedule, not giving you a 12-hour window when they may be there like some of those other air conditioning companies. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDS. EDSairconditioning.com. When we return, what's on tap? Big weekend. We're going to tell you about it, and it'll be brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. That's Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3 with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. Josh Cohen, pink suit guy. He'll tell the story of his epic showdown with Conor McGregor at yesterday's UFC 264 press conference. That happens 3 o'clock today. Josh Cohen of the home team, pink suit guy in the home team, uh, with Dean Thomas, his UFC counterpart here on ESPN 106.3. Tina will be along for the ride, and what a ride that is going to be. A couple of parts to this. Josh telling the story of the immediate reaction of, uh, of his question to Conor McGregor, the uh, response by Conor McGregor, but I also want to hear... Dean Thomas's account of this, UFC people, if they've asked Dean about Josh and what happens from here, and we'll also find out if Josh has had his UFC credential revoked yet. I mean, the whole thing is just endlessly fascinating to me. It is endlessly fascinating. Uh, and uh, so I, I suppose, too, let's, just, let's, let's hear one more time, Joe. Let's hear one more time what took place before we get to our uh, Stormhouse Brewing What's on Tap. Let's hear one more time what the, the buzz of Las Vegas is. International Fight Week, UFC 264. This exchange between our Josh Cohen and the Conor McGregor yesterday in Vegas. Conor, right down here. Conor, question for you. You have won exactly one fight since Barack Obama was president. To a place where time doesn't exist six months ago. We want to know why should anyone expect anything different on Saturday? It's one more, it's Look, one more fight I won than your little sissy ass. Uh, your little fanny pad. Why should we? Oh, it's just. Per- oh, sissy ass into calling him a fanny pad. Oh, it's just perfect. And uh, I mean, it's funny that Conor McGregor called Josh those things. Like, I want to be clear. Like, I love Josh. But Josh, it's hilarious that Conor McGregor called you a sissy ass and a fanny pad and a rat and a rabbit. Like, that's funny. Uh, But Josh's question isn't wrong. He's won once since Barack Obama was president. Once. It's a pertinent question. That's journalism. It's harsh journalism, but it's journalism. And it's the start of what should be Josh Cohen's brand. Pink suit guy. Pink suit guy. Go to every major sporting event and ask a harsh question to the biggest story of said game. Like, <laughs> hey, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. What would you even, what could be harsh about Patrick? Uh, uh, oh man, he's done everything. Like that one, that's the beauty of pink suit guy. Like what, what could he find against Patrick Mahomes? Like that's a, that's a really good one. 
Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you lived in a terrible place like Lubbock, Texas. I don't know, but something along those lines. You get the gist of what I'm talking about, Rigotti. Pink suit guy, it's gold. It's gold. Someone, some agent out there, call Josh today because it's perfect. But Josh will tell the story of uh, him and Conor McGregor and then Dean Thomas's account where I'm sure it's been a little bit of a headache for him. I cannot wait for this. Again, 3 o'clock today, Josh Cohen the home team. Pink suit guy in the home team right here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Stormhouse Brewing this weekend. Make it your destination to watch all the games. Make it your destination for the most delicious craft beers brewed on site. And make it your destination for the only craft beer brewery in the area that has its own food menu with awesome indoor and outdoor seating tvs where you can see all the action no matter the sport it is all on all the games are on at stormhouse brewing easy to get to crystal cove commons in north palm beach us1 just a half mile south of pga boulevard stormhouse brewing check it out they have an extensive craft beer menu brewed there in their beautiful facility that gastropub menu i mean it is it's really gourmet stuff. It is absolutely fresh, and it's delicious. And the best part is you don't have to call in a delivery service or go walk next door to get food like you have to do at so many other craft breweries. The food's right there on the menu. at Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com. Again, North Palm Beach, US 1, half mile south PGA Boulevard in the Crystal Cove Commons. Let's check out what's on tap. What's on tap is brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhouse Brewing is a South Florida-inspired brew pub focusing on great beers, tasty food, and creating a unique atmosphere for all to enjoy. I think some of you know where I'm going with this. Sunday afternoon, the Euro Final. England, Italy, from Wembley Stadium. It is going to be an unbelievable affair. It is going to be an electric atmosphere with England trying to win Euro. Forget soccer, Kenny. What is... I, Kenny, forget soccer. What's on who, tap is the return of at real coach K, Chris Cotel. Oh so, I'm back on Monday, oh baby. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought you were still on vacation. Why are you on the show? You right and the fanny pad team better watch out because I'm coming <laughs> into those studios Monday, <laughs> revving to go. Um, I, why, why are you – don't you have more time to spend with your family? Don't you have more time to spend with your kids? I don't understand why you're calling into the show right now. You were supposed to be off since last Wednesday. You weren't returning today. I don't know why you're interrupting this segment right now. Ten days with my kids without my wife. Oh, my God. Just get me on the radio, please. Get me out of here. Coquel. And what sucks, too, is I bet you have all these pent-up things. You have all these pent-up things you want to talk about, all these different takes you want to talk about. This is... And now you're barging into the show. I, I mean, Coquel, I've got to be honest. This is a little unacceptable. I'm not happy right what now. What do you mean? But the show is me. It's Chris Coquel featuring Ken Levicka. And now we're going to uh, a Monday. All right. Goodbye. All right. That is, um, that is Coquel with What's on Tap. He's back on Monday. How about that? So, again, go to Stormhouse Brewing, watch the Euros. This is completely taking all the wind out of my sails now. Like The realization is hit. I can't believe he did that. The Euros on Sunday, 3 o'clock. Spend all day at Stormhouse Brewing for Italy and England. Let's wrap it up for the week. For Joe Rigotti, great job, Joe. Coquel's back on Monday. I'm Ken Levick, and I've been live on ESPN 106.3.